ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Hello. The song that you're listening to is Space Oddity by David Bowie. The song was featured in the film Valerian and the planet, the city of a thousand planets. <laughs> Uh, today's episode, we reviewed Valerian, we reviewed Atomic Blonde, and we played a brand new game called Pitch It. Hope you enjoy. Two, one, lift off. And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am your one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And, and this is Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and how is everybody doing today? It was a fun day, man. It was a hot day, humid day. But we were indoors, yeah. so that's all good. Hot damn, summer. We were at the Nintendo Nintendo Summer of Play event at Aventura Mall. Nintendo, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, we played Arms. We played Splatoon. We played Mario Kart. What else did we play? We played a uh, Pokemon tournament. I got my ass whooped by like a ten year old. Uh, and we got some free a Nintendo swag, which uh, Pat happens to be wearing right now. Two yep. sleeves. Mm-hmm. That say arms yeah. that are located on his arms to promote the video game arms. Yeah, it was a pretty. Uh, it was a pretty. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I was told that I need to talk more into the mic. <laughs> so it was a pretty uh, eventful day. We had a lot of fun. Um, I still think that Nintendo is a childish uh, game system. What's this game, Arms? What is it about? You just punch. It's bo- it's like a boxing game, but like it's like two like soccer and bop. It's like two giant robots. Yeah, and you're just beating the shit out of the other robot, <laughs> but like the ki- the control is like motion sensor, so you gotta actually like swing your arms. Yeah, you gotta. That's cool. It's funny. It's a funny game. It's a fun game to play, but it's still. Um, I can see Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. just being a system for like parties. You know, you have it in one room. You probably have it in the living room. Have like music playing somewhere else, and you know, kind of shit like that. Mm-hmm. So people can just uh, start know. playing something. Yeah, because some of the games are like really group oriented. Like uh, they have the the draw, when you have to like the duel thing, when you have to shoot. One person have a controller, you have the other one. Your pow. Okay, now I like that. They have that, and the, I would like that. That'd that, be fun. that also <laughs> game. That 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 also game. That game also comes with. Um, it's like a Harry Potter thing that you both have wands and you have to like shoot your spells at each other. There's gotcha. another one. It's like milk the cow. Yeah. It basically, it looks like two people masturbating as yep. fast as they can. Yep. That one, and then it also has like you. That's pretty funny. <laughs> is that? Did you then, guys do that? No, we didn't do that. <laughs> is that you one? Like, oh, oh, see two people. Oh. No, but I played that game before because uh, my friend has a, a what you call it, a Nintendo. And the thing with that game is that uh, when you squeeze, when you squeeze, you just can't go like this. You have to grab the top, grab this button, <laughs> grab that one, then go down. You got, you have to do it with your whole hand. It's like your fingers are in motion. So there's yeah, a certain you have to so, play the piano. so everyone has their own style. You say yeah. you have to <laughs> their milk own it, movements. Like you actually like, hey, this... milk an actual cow. It's like, difficult. It's like a difficult. Ca- like game an actual cow or an actual okay cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's trippy, really. Yeah, this that's was creepy. A, th- that's this was, creepy, guys. This, this was a family event too. That's creepy, weird. But it was fun. That's we, okay. uh, that's, that's let's look Nintendo. into the fucking programmers of that game. See what kind of the you know. That's Nintendo, man. Now look at this. But that's the thing. It's a, it is a good game to like invite your friends over and like film it and just like laugh at each other, you know. Oh yeah, love getting that caught up on YouTube. Uh, we got um, we got like free Nintendo water bottles. That was cool. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now we're here. 
we're here. Pat and uh, Josh both saw Atomic Blonde. Mm. They're going to go ahead and review it. What do you guys think of the movie? I'm Go also going to review um, Valerian. Valerian, that movie. <laughs> I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Go ahead. Uh, I thought Atomic Blonde was pretty pretty kick-ass. That was an Atomic Blonde. Jeez. Atomic really Blonde good. was a dope movie. Yeah. Very good acting. Cool fight scenes. Yeah. Uh, they had the, the one take, which really wasn't a one take, but uh, it was basically like a fight sequence that took place... It was her when she, uh, man, it, it had to be like a good 10 minutes, right? Uh, I don't know about 10 minutes. It, it went from her being in the house, going into the house, mm-hmm. uh, getting, kicking some guys, these mm-hmm. two guys' ass. Right. Then she uh, kicks some more people's ass. She gets in the car. Right. From the car, she... Uh, discovers that the, uh, yeah, the she, guy... Yeah, she discovers that the guy has died. They fall into the lake or whatever, mm. and then she gets out, and that was the whole scene. I know we cut it short, but that scene was clearly extremely well. You know what? That was, was like long. fifteen minutes. And then like there's another part before that when she's um, the whole point of her getting that was when she was trying to save that dude. Yeah, and that was a long yeah that was a long fucking scene. Yeah, Holy that shit. one scene it was basically and that was I intense mean, too. Yeah, that was that was I good. Got the guy who 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 what you call it who made it popular to do the one take. I mean, some people might say that it was Steven Spielberg, not Steven Spielberg, uh, Mars Corsese, because he did it well in uh, Good Goodfellas. Fellas. But um, not a lot of people were mimicking it in the was when the Goodfellas came out in the eighties, right? Yeah. But the guy who did um, uh, City of oh, No Something of Men, City of Men, City of Men, he's the one who basically made it to. The point that everybody wants to do like these one shot because it's super intense, super intense, and it's like it's an amazing feat to do something like that. Like, yo, I'm just gonna do it with one take. How was uh, the fight choreography? Um, it it looks realistic, right? Was it a lot of cutting or just like it was like nah, it was the camera pulled away? Yeah, camera pulled away for that one take. She did good. Yeah, for she did. um. For somebody it, who I don't think that ever does really any kind of action roles, I thought mm-hmm. she did very good. But, I mean, that was but slower, it, but it's still fast. Well, it was but slower because, slower, but I mean, yeah, but, I, mean I, I took know. it as the point that... It was entertaining. I it was wasn't, entertained. It wasn't like a, what we're used to, like a, a brute, a guy fighting another guy kind yeah. of situation. It was like a female who had to use her cunning and wit to fight these fucking... Guys I thought it was her like sex appeal and time, excellent aim. Like she shot her, dudes. Her, she straight up shot wait. people. Yeah. She only started shooting at, what you call it? Like she the, started the, shooting. Yeah. But the cops, she was whooping their ass. The other guy, she, <laughs> right. started, uh, she started killing. And it was this one guy, one villain in the movie who, I mean, they really didn't pay, uh, really didn't pay much attention to him as in character building, but... It showed that they made him one of like the star villains because um, he actually was one of the guys that she fought twice. She fought him three times. First time she stuck a fucking key into his face, and <laughs> yo, that was in there for such yeah, a long. Because he, he left alert. the key. Yeah, he left the key in his face as he was whooping her ass. Like he straight up whooped her ass, yeah. man. Like was beating the shit out of her. It was her. one of like she, he was a mini boss, and she tried to fight him at first, and she couldn't beat him. So she, she found out she's up, like, oh shit. <laughs> she ended up just like punching him. She had a key in her hand and she ended up just punching him right in the face. And then he he just grabbed her and threw her through a fucking like Nickelodeon screen, which is just a, a, a projector. And he said, he, I think he called her a bitch or something, but he still had the fucking key. In, like in walking towards her to beat face. the shit out of her, he yeah. still had the key, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" Like he's still coming left. at me. <laughs> did she fucking left? No, didn't he take it out? Yeah, he took it out. As or did she, she take left. it out? When she no, no, she left. No, she didn't... she pulled it out of his. Yeah, face. no, 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 no. He took it. He he pulled it out of his face because he saw her leave, and then when he saw her leave, then he finally just snatched it out of his face and threw it on the <laughs> so floor. Bad. And then I was like, "Holy shit!" Then you see that they fight again. And no, they fought like twice. They two more times other than that because they fought on the stairs. Uh-huh. She shot him in the stairs. That was when he died, right? No, no then he, he got on top die. of the fucking car. Then they went to the room. They had a little tuffle. She stabbed him in the eye with a corkscrew. 
that you thought he was dead. Then he ends up when when she went downstairs to get in the car. He ends up jumping on the fucking hood of the car. Beast. This guy was a beast. He earned his keep. Yeah. You can tell that was he a guy. He was that, a mini boss. He was dude. an enforcer for yeah. like hundred percent, man. <laughs> and obviously he was a he was a Russian guy. He was definitely on drugs. You think he'd be on drugs, right? Oh, like, yeah. To go through all had, that. Had to. Had Ludes, to. everything, right? Like everything. Mm. <laughs> Just out of his fucking mind. That movie was fucking ridiculous. It was, it was entertaining. Do you story. think uh does it have rewatchability? That's large for me. I don't. I would watch scenes, but I wouldn't watch it all the way through, because I at certain times I did feel a little like, all right, okay, let's uh, let's speed this up. Let's call it a day. Yeah, let's call it a day. And what would you give it out of four stars? Out of four stars, not even five. We're doing four, so that's already we're 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 grading this on a curve. So I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a two. I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah. Two out of four? That's like half. That's 50%. Yeah. I always thought like, okay. Um, what are you thinking? 2.5? I'm going to go ahead and say a four. Yeah. You can give it a four? Mm-hmm. All the way. Perfect score. For for rewatchability? <clears throat> no, no, like overall. What overall. would you rate the movie? And Wait, is four the best or Four worst? is best. But four is best. Three is like a good movie. Two is okay. And one is just poor. You know what? You know, I give it a three because for the most part, all the actors who were in the movie did phenomenal. The soundtrack was the shit. Uh, the lesbian sex scene was the bomb. The bomb bomb. We just we didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about it, but that was good. That was really good. Um, um Charlie's Theron, I love you. I'm gonna give it a four still because it's know, awesome. It was a I good was, movie. I was a fan of Charlize Theron <laughs> ever since uh, she was in Reindeer Games. With, I liked her uh, in Monster. Pitt. I was a fan. I was in love with her ever since um, uh, Mighty Joe Young. You guys forgot about that. She was in Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, she, she was the first time I ever saw her. Oh snap! I Who felt back in, in love Joe? with her. She was the girl. I felt back in love with her with she was Aeon the, Flux. She was the one that like took care of him and stuff. Wow. Really? Holy shit! You're right, man. She was lovely. And she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Really? That was her first no, time. I think on she screen. was she was at her best in uh, Reindeer Games. Mm. A on Flux, man. Have you ever seen Reindeer? Have you seen A on Flux? You've never seen Reindeer Games before, have you? Uh, yes. It has um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is not in the movie, sir. Tom Lee Jones. Not Tom Lee Jones. It is Ben Affleck. He just got out of jail, and he fakes. He fakes that he's uh, his uh, prison roommate mm-hmm. to his prison prison's room, roommate uh, girlfriend, who's been like pen pal, who's been writing to him. Mm-hmm. So he says, "Yeah, I'm I'm him." And then Charlize Theron and Ben Affleck, uh, they go to a hotel. They end up getting it on, and then he talks her. I mean, she talks him into doing a you know like robbing a fucking casino. Once they fin, uh, end up robbing that casino, you find out that the guy who was her, who was the roommate, his roommate or whatever. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not even explaining this movie <laughs> right. You guys need to just watch Reindeer Games. <clears throat> sounds like a boring. I don't think I what watched because it sounds boring. Now, what she about, ends up turning uh, into a villain in the movie. What about Valerian? <laughs> okay, Valerian. <laughs> yeah, let me hear this. Oh, man. I fell asleep in the movie. Uh, that's saying a lot because I'm willing to endure a lot, but this movie... Wait, 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 wait. You fell asleep? Fell asleep. I only point? fell asleep for like five minutes. Um, Are you sure? What you call it? I went <laughs> to go watch the movie with me and Shu. We went to go watch the movie, and we were like, yeah, man, let's go watch this shit. So once we did, um, Shu wasn't a fan of it because he said something along the lines of... Uh, <laughs> he didn't... He didn't know who who was like the lead actor or the lead actress or whatever because they both got the about the same amount of uh, like screen time. Basically, I think they both did. Um, but for the most part, it was the acting was the bad part. The visually, the first fifteen minutes of the movie were fucking amazing because uh, they started off with a uh, ground control to Major Tom by uh, uh, I think David Petty. David Bowie. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. And um, they showed it start off with Earth, and you see the space station that's in space right now, as we speak. ISS. Yeah, and you see Russia docking onto it. Cool. 
and you see that Americans are shaking Russia's uh, Russians hands and they're playing ground control with Major Tom then you see another country then you see another country you see uh, China you see Japan you see Israel all these other countries start coming then this space station start getting fucking huge then you see a fucking alien space station roll right across it so it's like holy shit now they're aliens and you see like the progression of uh of human beings because as time starts to go on you see like augments on human beings bodies and shit like you see like a, a little dot right here but you know that dot's supposed to be like oh they have some type of technology that's connected so they're connected to shit so you see more aliens start docking and you see are you all it is is just like a communication kind of thing. Like you see people just start shaking hands. First alien contact. See second, third, more alien contact. Now this fucking small ass space station, which I think, no, that's a satellite. Satellites are the size of a football field. This space station's got to be like the size of a fucking, let's say a school or some shit like that. Now this thing is the size of a fucking city. And they just keep on adding more aliens to it. To the point that um, now you not now the world is the federation, and this guy makes a statement saying that um, oh, the space station has become so large that now it's kind of a hazard to Earth. So now we're just gonna send it into space as a beacon of like hope, and we're gonna call it uh, Alpha, the land of a thousand cities. Because it's basically like a hub for everybody who lives in the galaxy. They can just go there kind of thing. Because they have, on the space station. Self-sustaining. Yeah. It has water. It has a, a place <laughs> for underwater. It has a place that, uh, geogravity. All these different areas that you can live in. That's wild. So they, that's <laughs> where they send it to. Uh, they send that. That's just the intro. <laughs> now there's another intro that comes in. And you see like there's this island that you probably saw in the commercials. Where you see uh, this this skinny, tall, lanky chick who's just walking on the beach, right? She's over here walking on the beach and mm -hmm. shit like that. And she's over here doing her, her typical shit. And they you know this uh, alien spaceship crash lands onto her planet. Uh, her planet ends up being destroyed. Now introduce our lead character, Valerian. He wakes up on the beach. He's over here talking to uh, his chick, uh, Laura. Laureline, and you find out that the beach that they're on is not really a beach, it's a simulation because since they're going through a time warp, basically, when you're going through a time warp, um, you, you're you not in control of the ship, so you might as well just go to sleep and just get whatever you want to do over with while the ship is taking you through this time warp kind of bullshit. So that happens, and uh, that's when the movie starts to get a little boring. Yeah. What's... So would you say the first fifteen minutes is the best part of the film? The the first fifteen minutes are the best. There's there's like little snippets of cool shit that starts to happen, but for some reason, once the our leads, Valerian and Lorelai start to talk, it just oh man, it just like I lose I lose it. They have no chemistry. So. What's the worst part? I don't know if they have no chemistry, but it's just that you know what? Maybe it's it's just like it's not there. The worst part is them. You weren't believing them. Yeah, like maybe the fact that I was when I was watching this, I was like, oh man, you know, Fifth Element, Bruce Willis and Melita Lukovic, her, both yep. of them, right? Isn't this just like an easy name? <laughs> Mila Lajolovic. Mia Jovovich. Mia. Milila. I think it's Mila. Mia. Mila. You know what? I don't even know why I said Mila that. Jokovic. Mila Jokovic, right? Yes. Both of them. Um, the chemistry between them was, uh, if you look back, it wasn't really that strong, but it was there. Like, you saw it. Like, there were lines that made you feel... Like oh shit, they got some type of chemistry. When she in, when she ended up falling into his uh, taxi, mm -hmm. and then uh, the cops 
you know, the cops were surrounding his taxi and shit. And then he looked back at her and he says, oh, shit, uh, you dropped down from heaven or whatever. It's just some Bruce Willis line. Mm-hmm. And then the, the cops were like, if you just stay right <laughs> some here. Some John McClane we'll, yeah, line. We'll get in. We'll get into your car. Thank you for your corroboration. And she's over here saying, please help and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That was, th- yo, that showed you, like, yo, she, she is a model, but she can act. She has some type of, like... She's showing a lot of emotion. She actually cried, and I felt it like, yo, is he going to help her? First time I watched the movie, I was like... But you know, she was just manipulating him, right? No, she wasn't manipulating him. She was the fifth element. She was looking at the little picture of the little kid that was suffering that said, please help. And she figured out, please help. And she started mimicking the kid because the kid looked like he was really suffering, so she was mimicking his suffering. No, but she really wanted help. Was it manipulation if that's what she really wanted? Okay. <laughs> it was a brilliant really movie, like, but you know that movie was based off of a fucking heavy metal thing, right? I told you that before. Heavy metal, the cartoon. You remember the old movie, the the animated uh, heavy metal movie. cartoon? Yeah. There's this fucking scene in there where there's a cax- taxi cab driver and some fucking hot redhead with mm-hmm. a green orb. Mm-hmm. That's like the green orb. You remember the green orb in the in the heavy metal movie? Mm-mm. I don't really remember the movie. But continue. Well, like, <laughs> the green orb in the heavy metal movie, if you guys have never seen it, I would su- suggest you watch it. It's awesome. Um, but it's like the evil, like the absolute evil of the universe. Mm-hmm. And it's telling this little girl the stories of all the things that it's done in its past, present, and future to this little girl. And the green orb in this one story of his involves a ca- taxi cab driver in the future, in future New York, where there's like flying cars and shit, but not as many. I mean, like the Fifth Element where it's amazing. But that, if you look at it and you watch both of them, you're going to be like, holy shit. This is a lot of similarities. Like a damsel, redheaded damsel, in white. Redheaded damsel in white, but she's like a superhuman thing. Mm-hmm. In the long run, in the in the heavy metal one, the redhead betrays uh, the taxi cab driver. So that's why you think it's the same. It's if I'm telling you, if you watch it, it's the persona of the taxi cab guy, same as Bruce Willis. So that's why you think that she was trying to betray Bruce Willis because of another movie. She wasn't trying to betray him. She was trying to get a mission done. That that's why I'm saying she was manipulating him. She doesn't know. She was like a, a newborn. The same baby. thing. Yeah. Right. No, she wasn't. She was a freshborn baby. Was she? she don't know anything was about she, Earth. Was she a baby? Yeah, man. Until she started looking at the news and stuff oh, like that. Oh, wait. No, that's right. They recreated the whole thing, right? They had From her because, yeah. wrist? From, yeah. From the hand. From the, the hand whole, of like, one of those big-ass robots. One of those big-ass robots, I think, was But it was her. Actual... It was her. It was the other her. They recreated her whole body. They created her into from a that, human being. From that DNA thing on the, yeah. on the wrist. I think one of those robots, that the big robot that had the key in its finger... I think that robot was in uh, what you call it, in Valerian, the the city of Thousand Lands or whatever. Really? It kind of looked like it. I'm not really sure. But so uh, what you said, um, I just didn't have any like. How did the ending? How did the ending go? In uh, the, uh, the movie Valerian, yeah. Um, how did it end? Okay, shit, man. That's a forgettable movie. That's no, it's his. not that it's forgettable. It's just that there's a lot of build-up to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, for some reason, Valerian wanted to marry Lorelai. But Lorelai was like, I can't, I'm not going to marry you because you're a player. And you have a playlist. And it was like a playlist of all the women that he's been with. All his conquerors, <laughs> past conquerors. And when I thought playlist, I'm like, oh, so he records himself fucking these chicks. Mm-hmm. Kind of stuff. But it was just pictures on the wall. I thought it would have been funnier if it was actual video footage. But, I mean, this is a PG-13 movie, so eh, let it be. But um, the cool, the coolness of the movie was the fact the aliens were fucking phenomenal. I really believe that uh, Star Wars should take note because the aliens in this movie were way better than aliens in that uh, the Star Wars movie that came out last year. Way cooler. Um... There was a scene that's also in the trailers that uh, of him breaking through walls just so he can get through an area, and that scene was phenomenal. All you, but you pretty much see everything in the trailer. Everything that was cool happened in the trailer. 
There was nothing that was <laughs> that happened in the movie. That's a letdown. Yeah. Because um, there was one. There was one. Another addition. Uh, additional coolness to this movie was um. There's also alternative dimensions that you have to go see. That you that um in order to go to these dimensions, you need like 3D glasses and shit like that. And there's this world that it's uh it's a million. It's like a a mall, but it's a million shops. So. What happens is that you put on the goggles and you walk through this barricade and then you're in a world, another dimension that it dips down into the earth and to all this other shit. And you just in this mall <laughs> that you can buy anything that you want. But if you take off the goggles, you're basically in a desert. You're just shopping in a desert kind of shit. And I thought that was fucking phenomenal because in that part, he had to... There was a deal that was going on, and he had to get he had to steal the stuff from that deal. So what he had to do is he had to get like this uh, this dimension device. He had to put his hand into it, go to the area, and then his hand will come out through the other side in the dimension. So he grabs the shit. His hands ends up getting stuck. So now he's walking in the other dimension. So all you see is just his hand walking in this dimension kind of shit. It was that was cool. Wait, this is you saw this movie? No, you yeah. saw an advertisement for it. <laughs> this this is the movie I saw, man. The end of the movie was that the planet that ended up getting destroyed when the lady was on the beach. You find out that uh, there's some survivors and they're trying to make their own planet. And in order to make their own planet, they need to have this animal that is basically they call a converter. Because what this animal does is like, let's say that you put one pearl into its mouth, mm-hmm. it will make a thousand pearls just by shitting it out. So, and that's the only animal, that's the only animal of its kind because all those other animals were on that planet and it died with the planet. So, hmm. it was pretty cool. They end up getting it. So, was some betrayal. so what do you call this movie? I'm not a fan of the movie. I can't, <laughs> yo, even what? You, so, what do you rate the movie overall? Man, I give it. A, I gave it a one. I gave one, it a one. God damn. I gave All it a right. one. I gave it a one, and I told Shu that you know what? I would watch the movie. The only way I watch the movie is if, if I'm like, I'm doing something else. Like if I'm on the computer and I'm like, ah, it's on HBO. Let me see it just so I can see the cool scenes. But I'm also on the computer, so if I'm like surfing the net on my phone or if I'm on the computer, I would watch just the cool scenes. Like I'll just glimpse at it. Or, or Shu said, it's one of those movies like, let's say that you're going to your friend's house and he's watching it. You'd be like, fuck it, I guess this is it. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't even start it over. Just yeah, don't be watching like, this point it, on. Man. Like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna say, hey, do we have to watch this? Because it's not that bad, but it's not good enough to actually be like... Hey man, can start this over? Yeah, please? or to tell anybody that you've seen it before. Just be like, nah, it's... Eh. Well, I'm glad we didn't waste the money on that. It was a terrible movie. We were about to see that movie. Mm-hmm. But I did see a cool commercial, a cool trailer while I was watching that. What was that? Uh, that was the trailer for um, Barlam and Bailey, The Greatest Show on Earth hmm. with Hugh Jackman. That looks pretty good. Zendaya's in the movie. And uh, I found out that she was 5'11". She's pretty tall for... for uh, I thought she was like 5'2". For what? What? For a woman? So what's new, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the reviews for Atomic Blind and Valerian. Let's uh, let's move on to the main topic of the night. We're actually going to try to play a new game called Pitch It. All right. I'm going to be the, uh, what do you call this? What, what do you call my role? The uh, Zendaya is like. That, that, I'm not like the host the of producer? this thing. No, but like I'm the moderator. Okay. Yeah, there we go. I'm the moderator. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys uh, the name of a director, the name of the actor for your movie, and a random object or topic. Mm. And you basically tell me what genre is your movie, what is your movie about starring that person, and uh, pitch it as to why it's going to be the best movie ever. All right? So... Your director is going to be Tim Burton. Mm. Your actress is going to be Charlize Theron. Mm. 
And your random object is going to be a banana. Who wants to go first? After you, sir. Already. Uh, the ran- uh, random objects? Like, the, like the, the object has to be an important part of the movie. Okay. Um, Charlize Theron is... A scientist that ends up getting shrunken onto a banana, like in one of those body wars. Oh, okay. But Tim Burton style. Tim Burton would do something like that. And Is that body wars? Yeah, and you never saw body wars? I actually made a write in Epcot about and it. And there's like a, a fucking civilization inside the banana that she ends up having a fucking battle to get out of. What about you, Pat? Um... Tim Burton, Charlie Theron, and Banana. No, somebody already did that. <laughs> somebody already did that too. All right, so my movie is basically gonna be about um. Now, a quick pause to the audience. I literally just threw these topics at them. They had no planning before <laughs> this. Next time we plan this, there will be some type of planning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Tim Burton. Mine's is gonna be set in steampunk London, because that's Tim Burton's uh, sweet spot. Uh, Charlize Theron is gonna be uh, a female detective. She's down on her luck. Like uh, she's a gumshoe. She has a. She's like a female Sherlock Holmes kind of. And uh, the banana is gonna be basically the one clue that she has for she's going to a zoo and apparently the zoo is haunted by apes (laughs) (laughs) yeah what kind of apes planet of the apes apes like they came to that planet trying to find earth but they made a mistake and they went back to this point so they're trying to recreate the whole, the whole thing about a. But if they're haunted, so that means they're the ghosts of them. You think that they're haunted, but they're really there. Oh. People think that the zoo is haunted, but what's actually happened is that uh, the evil ape, the Planet <laughs> of the Apes, is trying to convert this planet of humans into Planet of the Apes and trying to make this concoction hmm. and shit like that. With a banana? Mm-hmm. No. That's the clue. That's her clue. That's her clue how she gets into all that. She figures it out. Wow, and she's who? Sherlock she's Holmes? a female Sherlock Holmes. But you know, there's a little bit of sexism. So what do you want to call on. So she's so not be able so she's not able to get across like the police lines because mm-hmm. she's a female detective. Mm-hmm. So she's like, God, bloody hell. You Struggle know I mean? with a modern woman. Yeah, she's not a modern woman, a prehistoric woman because she's from the she's prehistory? From the, Prehistory, yeah. <laughs> She's from like the 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 metal age of London, you know, from the nineteen somethings, seventeen somethings, eighteen something. <laughs> She's from that time, and I wanted to be kind of slapsticky. So like, uh, and you know what? Let's throw the, the, in the police. Like, let's the, throw in um, what's what that? The, what's that fucking guy from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Johnny Depp? Yeah, let's throw his ass in there somewhere. Hmm? Add a little flavor to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's her... That's her uh, what's the guy's name? Why don't what's you just have the other chick, too? Uh, henchman. What's Sherlock his Holmes? Sidekick? Jude Law? Sidekick. <laughs> Jude Law. Yeah. Jude Law. Who, what is his name? Um, Watson. Watson. Yeah. What you call it? Um, <laughs> Johnny Depp will be Watson. And um, the ape will be played by Hugh Jackman, just because that's the only white name that I could think of. <laughs> All right. Next up. Next time, I'm going to have you guys debate, though. I'm going to see you guys got to, like, sell it to me. Why, you know, why should I pick your movie over the other guy's movie to fund? And to... All, right. All right. Next one. Director. Your director is Michael Bay. Okay. Your main actor is going to be Pauly Shore. <laughs> and random object, Sharks. Awesome. I was already thinking tropics. <laughs> um, Micah? Whoever wants to go first. I want to go. Um, Polly Shore is a uh, pirate off the uh, Florida Keys. 
and it's all comedy. So he's like always getting drunk everywhere and, and being stoned and getting caught, but not getting getting away with it because he outsmarted the cops somehow. So he's a modern the, day pirate. Right, right, right. And um, but it's a dark comedy, so he actually does kill people, but it's all like with getting them chewed up by sharks that he has like trained that follow his boat and shit. He's known as the Shark Captain. <laughs> That'll actually be the title, Shark Captain. <laughs> All right. Oh, I should do that next and his time. And he- his head shark wears a bandana. Okay. <laughs> Gotta come up with the title next time. All right. Um, mine's is going to be an animated film. And Pauly Shore is going to be playing the shark. And he's going to be a shark who just wants to... Uh, he wants to win... <laughs> that sounds good. He wants to win the... What you call it? He, he Like... They have this race that goes around. Only only people in the sea knows about it, and it's supposed to be like the Daytona 500 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's around. What's that? What's that? Uh, that the Atlantic this thing, current. The, the Atlantic current, and it wants. He wants to be a shark that does that, but he will be the first predator to ever be to ever compete in that thing because it's usually like turtles and other fish that don't eat tuna tunas and shit like that wow it's like a coming of age story (laughs) so coming from Michael Bay that's pretty big and an animated movie from Michael Bay I'm like yeah he's like I'm gonna change things up guys he's trying to change things up and what happens is that I gotta add some Michael Bay to it so what happens is that um there are some other sharks that don't like the fact that he's trying to be different from uh you know his shark, so they try to sabotage him by eating other sharks. I mean, eating other fish that mm-hmm. are in this competition and blaming it on him. But it's like, no, it's not him. And this shark, played by Polly Shore, right? You said, yeah, has has a, a pet, a friend who is a turtle, and he has a friend who is also a tuna, and he calls him Tuna, Big Tuna, just like in the, the Office, Tuna. They got. <laughs> Calls a tuna, and he's uh, which he doesn't really like the name. Does he's not a fan of it. Tuna? No, nah, he's not a fan of it because his name is Pete. But uh, <laughs> and um, and he's not even that big. Yeah, he ends up dying later in the movie. Tuna, From because what? um, because he finds out what shark is doing it, but he ends up getting cornered and he ends up dying. So probably sure. The now, sharks eat him. The yeah. sharks eat him. Sharks eat him. Oh, but this they must this Daytona Five Hundred is more like um, what's that race that went around the United States? The the what you call it? The one the movie Ball the Cannonball. Cannonball. Wow. So you have different stop stations, and you know he's winning at first, but his biggest competition is a dolphin because not not the the one that we eat, but the one that's a mammal. And the dolphin is a fucking douchebag. Because I have never seen a movie with a dolphin as a douchebag. And I think that a dolphin as a douchebag is a good look on the dolphin. Because they seem like they're pompous. I mean, the fact that they rape, you know, people. You know, they've been caught doing that kind of stuff. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I want to call this movie. I want to call this movie. I want to call this movie. Dolphin Dick. <laughs> Shockeroo. Sharkaroo? Yeah, Sharkaroo. 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 The tale of... I don't know. I don't got a shark name yet. All right. All right. This this will be the next one, the last one. Your director is Martin Scorsese. Mm. Your actor is Kevin Hart. And the main... It's not going to have a main object. It's going to have a main topic. Transgender rights. All right, <laughs> Pat, you got this. You want me to go first? Yeah, man. Okay, I got it. I got it. This is going to be just like the case of Philadelphia with uh, Tom Hanks. Okay. <laughs> Let me take a whiff of this. I see. Uh, what city we're in? We're sitting in Atlanta. <laughs> we're in the city of Atlanta. It starts off as. Kevin Hart is a lawyer, down on his luck. I like my characters to be down on their <laughs> luck, starting off. Um, he has a uh, Bruce Willis quality to him, meaning like um, he wakes up. The first scene is him waking up, cooking eggs, 
But he's cooking eggs off of his uh, off of his heater because um, the stove is not working. Well, he's down on his luck. <laughs> off of his heater, and um, he has a missed message that says your 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 power is past due, and then his power turns off. He said, "Damn, I need a case." Take another whiff of that. Next thing you know it, we cut to another scene. Punches are flying. Person get kicked out of a restaurant. Somebody says, we don't want your kind here. This is a country person. They said, we don't want your kind here. What kind of country person? White? You know what? Black? Maybe Asian. <laughs> Heavy. Talk about stereotype change. <laughs> Fuck you, stereotype. We do what we want here. You know what? I think that's what we name of this podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, man. Go for it. Dang All right. It. Hold up. <laughs> See, we want your kind here. And then who gets up? Who gets up? Clay Blanchett. Clay, Kate Blanchett. She's in the movie too. She's the transgender. She's like, I can't believe it. Not again. Not another one. <laughs> but she was brutally hurt. They beat her up. She says, I need a lawyer. So she calls Kevin Hart. Because that's the only lawyer who's willing to take her. She meets him. They, they talk about the case. They end up falling in love. As they fight, as they fight the case, snooze fest. <laughs> as they fight the case, you find out it's not only it's not only that they're trying to fight the case, but they're also it's also a love story. But it's a love story based off of like friendship and hope. So it's on two parallel lanes going down the street. So we have a law story and we have a love story. So we have a law story. Uh huh. At the end. She ends up losing the case, but she ends up gaining a partner. That's amazing. Who's her partner? Kevin Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a title for this movie or no? Directed by Mark Scorsese. I like to call it... (laughs) Sharkaroo 2. (laughs) (laughs) I like to call it... The Bite is Back. (laughs) Tranny Planny. Wow, the case that's, that's of, fucking heavy, man. The case of <laughs> the case of Julia Scott, based on a true story. Hmm. Josh, you have one. You gotta yeah, put okay. based on true story, so people are like, yo, it has more weight to it. <laughs> but it's it's based on a true story of somebody telling you, hey, this is a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that the gig? It's uh, a story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got, I got, I got to go. I got to go. Thank you for being such a long time. I was like, all right, cool. Um, yeah. So Kevin Hart, Martin Scorsese, Martin Scorsese. He did his like gangster films, right? Yeah, he did Goodfellas, all Casino. Right. So I'm gonna have uh, Kevin Hart in a movie that's a gangster film, mm. but he is facing a fucking uh, a gang of uh, a transvestites, like a, a badass. Group of transvestites, mm. like both, both ways, like every everybody, everything. So everybody like fucking everybody. Women, no, 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 like women that are transitioning to be men, mm-hmm. and men that are transitioning to be women. Okay. All of that, and then like successful ones, and then like what happens is that Kevin Hart, he's got like a group that it's everybody, like every different type of ethnicity, right? It's in his gang. Do we have and so Asians like, in here too. Everybody, he's got everybody. Are they everybody, Asians? men, men, women, everybody, and Are even they country ha- Asians. He has a couple of uh, um, trans, right? Oh. Trans is that the correct term? There, People correct? like to take trans. Trans, <laughs> trans. <laughs> Oh. Tran- I don't know transgender people. Trans, trans, trans plans and actual. Trans, that should have been a movie. Trans, trans plans and actual plans. <laughs> oh, Good, I'm glad. <laughs> so both of the gangs are going against each other because they're trying to like you know take over. 
And I figure it's really, really bloody, and it's going to be equal on both sides. Like, equal people get to just bloody the fuck up. And then also uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, does the editing and also advises on some of the special effects. That's it. Nice. Those were both really good. Both really good. Next time when we play this, there's going to be a little bit more planning to it. We'll go more in depth. That'd be scary as fuck. Could you imagine? You're you're in a gang, and you're you're trying to uh, uh, outnumber, outwit, or whatever the other gang, and there's a bunch of everybody, and you don't know who the fuck is who. It's crazy. It's awesome. Rocky, I think I just have a way with dogs. <laughs> He's a good dog. Sorry. All right, so I think that's about it for the episode. <laughs> What do you yeah, think? Your head? No, we're, we only got like uh, we're only at like forty five minutes. <laughs> I think we can call it at forty five. Yeah, okay. Um, I have been Pat, and this was Kev. Wait, can we do like a? Uh, we're gonna do an outro. Can we do like a take it or leave it? Oh, the one's got to go. <laughs> yeah, but what are the it. what are the two <laughs> two topics? Um, we were going to do a Nintendo version of One's Gotta Go there, but it was just awkward because like, they were only letting in a certain amount of people at a time. Mm-hmm. And the people that went in, like they were focused on those video games. Right. So it was awkward to just like try to stop hey. someone to interview them if they were really like trying to compete against someone else. So mm. it was kind of weird. Uh, but Pat, we all know, doesn't like Nintendo, so that wouldn't work. <laughs> Not uh, a fan of it, man. You're not, not anymore. What about uh, well, what, what what if we do like video games in general? Like yeah, one of the things I was gonna ask was like Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. One's gotta go. <sighs> Which one would go? Both of them. Both. Both of them gotta go. I'm not a fan of fighting games. I lose all the time, so why <laughs> should I play? Hmm. That's good. It's logic. It's sound. Uh, I would say. <sighs> I would definitely say Street Fighter because the movie from Mortal Kombat was way better than the Street Fighter movie I thought oh okay. in all of its cheesiness too okay yeah because yeah. both of them had movies right Mortal Kombat was way better movie way better like even it was cheesy but it was so good like it was such a good yeah, it had probably movie. one of the like the best theme song ever yeah I don't even remember Street Fighter the movie all I do remember is that um I do remember that Jean-Claude Van Damme did the, he did the, what you call, he did a spinning backflip kick. Jean-Claude Van Damme. He was in Yeah, he played uh, Colonel uh, Gaio. He played the main character. And he had the, like, the most amazing, like, real-to-life American accent I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Should I play some, uh... Uh, He could pass as Canadian. Why don't you put him as Canadian? I am American. Dude, why are you telling me that you're American, bro? I know. You're your guy. Okay. I'm American. Hold on, let me pull up some. You know what's crazy? Anybody can say that they're American. From Me anywhere. Too. And no, anybody. Because they can just say that they're American too. Because America so accepts everybody. Yeah, we accept everybody. Sometimes. Sometimes they have money, I think, right? <laughs> if you don't have any money. Well, what up? Yeah, man. But... Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's the first time I ever see it. What, what about Bison? It? Bison was in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. That was, uh, that was Raul, the last movie that that guy did. Raul Julia? Yeah, Raul, Raul Julia. Holy yeah, shit. Man, that was the last so movie this did. is the greatest uh, speech in cinematic history which happened to take place in the movie Street Fighter. And this was a speech by <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme who's supposed to play an all-American hero. Hold on. I hope there's no advertisement. Of course there's an advertisement. Oh, this is fun. What? I'll turn it down. It's a Groupon. Ooh, Groupon. Okay, she sounds check nice. out this. Check out this speech. This is from Street Fighter. Look how epic this speech is. <clears throat> I'll handle this. So he was about to tell a speech, and some uh, corporate corporate executive looking guy showed Welcome up. to the Shadaloo front. You hear that accent? You're just in time for the kickoff. I'm afraid not, Colonel. The Security Council has just voted. They've decided to negotiate. You're joking. We think we can deal with General Bison. You're instructed to call off the assault. Contact him. 
requests an extension of his deadline. We are prepared to pay the ransom demand. Twenty billion dollars? What will prevent him from taking more hostages next month? Oh, and no. Ask- and uh, just to remind everyone, <laughs> Kyler, Kylie Minogue is in this movie. She plays the blonde chick. I love Kylie Minogue. Remember the... Yeah. Yeah, Kylie Minogue is in this movie. She's gorgeous. This King for 50 billion. Wait, wait. This is when she came out with... She was hot. Like la, 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 yeah. la, la. Well, this, but this movie came out before that song came out. Really? Yeah. 100 billion. Colonel, have you lost your mind? So. No. You've lost your balls. <laughs> Colonel Gow. <laughs> now Deliver he's going to give his troops. speech in just a minute. Then consider yourself relieved of your command. So, he doesn't want to quit. Instead, he's going to give this epic speech. And it starts now. Troopers, I just received new orders. Our superiors say the war is canceled. We can all go home. Bison is getting paid off for his crimes. And our friends who have died here will have died for nothing. But we can all go home. Meanwhile, ideals like peace, freedom, and justice, they get packed up, but we can all go home. Well, I'm not going home. I'm going to get on my boat, and I'm going upriver, and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard that the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. No, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? America. <laughs> so there's like the George Patton speech, and then this one comes like in second. Wow. As epicness. Just overloaded. Too much. Too much? Was that inspiring? I didn't find that inspiring no, at all. I was I being sarcastic. Oh, I didn't yeah. find it inspiring, <laughs> but maybe it was just context. I don't understand a word he was saying. It could have been just context, though. His, his speech pattern was weird. Yeah. Because he's American. <laughs> I've never heard him speak any other language but English. But I know he's from Brussels. Well, I, I saw Of him. course! Sorry. <laughs> he's muscles. He's from muscles. From, from muscles Brussels? From Brussels. Or the Brussels from muscles. Do you guys remember that other movie that had it was like an American Ninja type feeling, but it was for that dude from that uh, show, Step by Step. Yes, I know exactly what you're oh, talking about, and yeah. I don't remember the name of the freaking movie. And you know that movie wasn't I'll, bad. I'll tell you right now. Have you ever seen this movie? But it got that. no play. It got no good well, showing. I think it was good until he got he had he got in that situation with uh, him being domestic violence or some shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember, that's why they kicked him off the step-by-step show. But do you know that they're remaking... Have you ever seen this movie about a cop? A cop who... Killer Cop? No, never seen it. Never seen that movie. Killer Cop? Killer Cop. It's a cop who just goes around killing people. He Full killed anybody. Heavy. Scary. They're, make, they're remaking that movie, but it, it was like... Uh, he was like a rogue cop. Like, yeah, they're doing that? They're just trying one, to get people to get fucking antsy with one cops. Scene, there was this one scene that it was like... A woman who was being like, uh, like she was about to be assaulted by these goons or something like that. She ends up getting away from the goons, and the cop, killer cop, ended up killing her. <laughs> so the it's movie ridiculous. All right, so the guy from Step by Step, his name is Sasha Mitchell. Uh-huh. In real life, you're, the name of the movie you're referring to is Kickboxer. Yeah. They had a few movies, a few of yeah. those movies. Yeah. It was Kickboxer, Kickboxer Two, Kickboxer Three, The Art of War, and Kickboxer Four, The Aggressor. Which one was he in? And all of them. All I think. of them. Oh, he was. And they were all direct-to-video releases. Wow. Not too many people know about that. You guys know about that? I remember that. I remember that being on TV. I, I think I saw it like on yeah. Showtime or something. I remember, I remember that, and I also remember his uh, domestic violence case. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, what happened to the guy who used to live in the minivan? Or who used to live in the van? In you the mean the one. child rapist? No, he was definitely no. doing something in that minivan. No, he wanted to date the cousin. He wanted to date, like, the cousin-in-law. Like his cousin? 
No, his cousin-in-law who lived inside the house. He really had Which a one? thing for the, one of the chicks in Step by Step. Was it Al? No, no. Al was the the alley, not the alley cat, the the tomboy. Yeah, she was. Step by step. What day a good by show. Day by day. Talk about giving people false bullshit of what family is, man. Which brings back to that one movie where we're like, oh yeah, this this one part shows you what the fuck family really is, right? Which was a heavy scene. You saw it? No. You saw it on Plex? No, you told me about it. I was like, oh, it's oh. a heavy scene. You should have saw it on Plex, though. I don't have Plex. What is this Plex that you, you keep telling it? me about? What, you was should, it? what you is should. Plex, bro? Plex, man. What's Plex, bro? How much is Plex pa- paying you? Plex is not paying me nothing, man, but all I know is that <sighs> I have a lot of movies on Plex, man. Okay. Recently, recently, I saw on Plex, I saw, I was watching... Mummy with Tom Hanks with Tom Cruise. How was it? I'm sorry. I'm happy that I watched it on Plex and not movie theaters. Bad, huh? Uh, it has that girl from Atomic Blonde in it, the French chick. Not fan. She played the villain. She she makes a pretty good villain. But that movie, the only thing that was crazy about it is like this. That movie was so Tom Hanks. It wasn't even Mummy, dog. It was like, it, it, it was like one of those movies that it's like, hey, Scientology. Know, this is another thing I did. It's like I know Tom Hanks got to this fucking script and just changed everything about it because it's so fucking different. The end of the movie ends with him having powers of like uh, a Nuxanamun from uh, what you call it, and him just going off and just being like, yeah, I'm be able to fight crime or some shit like that or do whatever I want to fucking do. It's like, why would you give Tom Hanks this make-believe power? But you know, because then he can preach to the Scientology people that are brainwashed that hey, this is what I actually I, mean, I am powerful. It just didn't make any sense to me. But um, makes sense to me. I, I mean, it. if this is what the universal horror, uh, what you call it, uh, universe is supposed to look like, it's looking like shit, man. What, I mean, the future? How the future supposed to look like? No, I Universal is trying to do a uh, the same thing that Marvel's doing. They're <laughs> trying to do the same thing with uh, horror movies, like with the Universal monster movies. Yeah, they're well, calling it the Dark Universe. It's Dracula, Frankenstein, Mummy, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon. But who are they getting to do these films? Because you guys told me that the thing you guys saw wasn't that good. The Mummy, right? Both yeah. you saw the Mummy. Both you said it was horrible. What's another? Oh, one I never saw out? the Mummy. You saw it. I didn't see it. I saw it at Plex, man. It's all on Plex. <laughs> what else have you seen of that genre? I don't know. That's that's the first movie of that series. You bring my fucking glass. God. I saw it, man. It's a good movie. So are we calling it? This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pat's a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you, you everyone knows, we saw eye, we, we took a shot of honey whiskey. <laughs> Honey Tennessee, no Tennessee honey. I don't know. Honey whiskey. Tennessee uh, Jack. Um, Jack Honey Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> Jack Jack Daniels. Uh-huh. Honey Bee whiskey. Okay. Tennessee. And we took Good some uh, vodka mixed with Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. But I basically took two shots of the Jack because I took one in the eye, <laughs> and it just stung like a motherfucker. <laughs> Right. Wait, wait, the reason why is because he was balancing the shot glass like, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. What were you trying to do? <laughs> like, what were you trying to do? I don't know, man. You lean back, you had your head held up to the sky, and you put the shot glass on your chin, and you just like, and then you put your hands all the way out, fully extended, away from your torso, and then you started bringing it back. And the whole time, me and Kevin are like, man. He's going to drop this. What is he doing? Why is he doing this? Are you impressing anybody? You're not impressing anybody. But honestly, it was impressive. (laughs) It was very... Until the end. And you jacked it up when you're trying to grab it. That's when everything messed up. So yeah, it was hilarious. And it went everywhere. But he didn't didn't break the glass, but the liquor went everywhere. All over... uh, All in his eyeball. (laughs) It burned. It burned real bad. I've been Pat. And this was Kev. And this is Josh. We'll see y'all at the Tell Slate. Thanks to Philly.
I had to wait for the the beat to break. Yeah, so uh, this song is 99 Love Balloons. This was featured in the film Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. So what you guys think of the episode? I thought it was Loved pretty. It. <clears throat> Pat, how are you enjoying that uh, vodka and Capri Sun? <laughs> it's pretty good. Take another Swift. Wow, down to the whole he thing. Says, I'm going to take another sip, and he chugs the whole glass. <laughs> Still chugging. Classic. Classic, classic, classic. For nostalgia reasons. Oh, sorry, guys. <clears throat> but other than that, um, I really like this song. <laughs> it's very upbeat. I can see why it was like really popular in the 80s, because okay. they're all in coke. They're but in that shit. They're like... But you hear that this song... It's really depressing, right? Why? I don't know. When I was, uh, I remember when it was either on VH1, yeah, I think it was on VH1 or something like that. They were talking about like I love the '80s or mm-hmm. all this other shit, and they were talking about what this song represents, and it's supposed to be about the Berlin Wall and all other stuff. Nine I Love Balloons is supposed to be like uh, a hope for mankind or something like that. This supposed to be what? Hope for mankind. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Or some shit like that. It's gonna be depressing, but that's a catchy beat. It's a, a hit beat. You know what I mean? I'm jamming to it. I don't know what they're saying, but it sounds good. 99 love balloons. I don't know what that means. Well, the American version translated to red balloons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. maybe red balloons. Because it's love. It's like it's German. It's love. I don't think it. It's love balloons. It's in German, loved balloons. Oh, so it's not love. Uh, you I thought, be bullshit, man. You thought love was love. <laughs> it means red. It means red, and you didn't know that. <laughs> it means. Red. I didn't know, man. So when, so you tell me that it means when, red, and you when thought that German chick looked at me and said that, oh, she loved me. <laughs> when I was wearing a red shirt, she just meant that. <laughs> She read you? I don't she, get she it. She loved you. She's I German, huh? She's I German. Red. <laughs> I actually thought it was Love Balloons, too. Really? Yeah, man. <laughs> there's, um, the video's kind of weird, though. Like, they're performing, there's balloons, but there's, like, explosions in the background. Maybe the red balloons are a symbol of, like, bombs or something. Well, there like was torpedoes, the missiles, or... Mm, probably. Heavy. All the walls were up from east to west. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> the 80s seemed like a pretty depressing time. Does it? Because it seemed like it was pretty happening. Because I mean, of coke. Was but every, coke every time I, Everybody's every really time, uptight and fucking touchy as but, fuck. Everybody's yeah, but every time I shit. look back about time, it just seems like I'm in the best time there is. Like It seems like it only gets better. Right, I agree. Like hopefully things get keep on increasing and get better and stuff like that. Um, the best part of this song is just when that beat drops. So it's like it starts off like this. It's mm-hmm. like nice and soft, and you think, okay, it's gonna be like a soft ballad, and then all of a sudden, that bass and snare drops. It's a hit beat. And it's like that's what they're that's what the kids are playing nowadays. They're just using synthesizers and they're calling them techno or whatever whatever thing you want to call it. It's always the same synthesizers. You know what song that uh, that I was this those I key organs the the guitar organs the key tar the key tars was they using it was they I bet you. Well, there's a guy on a keyboard. Everyone else has, like, regular instruments. There's a guitar player, a bass player, a drummer. And then the girl, she's just too cool for school. She's just walking around with her hands in her pockets. What does... I'm looking up what does 99 look, look balloons mean. It means red balloons. It's an, it's an anti-war protest song by German band Nina from the 1983 song. Oh, this shit came out in 93? Talks Talk about, about missing the, the boat. By. <laughs> Talk about missing the boat, dude. How are they using that for the 80s movie? 
Hey. Huh? How are they using that for the 80s movie? Was it taking place in 89? Or was it in the 90s? No, it was 80... The movie took place in 85. Because remember... There was so a how are song. they using that fucking song that was in the 93? This, oh, my, this, movie, this song came out in 83. Oh, okay. But you remember there was, a, there was a car. There was a Nissan. There was an old school Nissan. Like a 300 or a 3Z action? Yeah, that came out in 98. I mean, 89. That they had in that movie. And it was like 80-something. Yeah, they did have. Was it the? Uh, it was the niece. It was the car. The we were laughing at because we were like, because he said, "Yo, go get the car." Like it's supposed to be like a special car. Like it's a, a, fucking, it's, a it's a car of the future. The <laughs> they had one of those fucking old school Nissans that you see like uh, what you call it? Three hundred ZX. Refs. Who? Refs. Refs drive those. Who? Refs. I said refs like <laughs> refugees. Refuge. I thought you meant refs like refs of Refuge. games, like referees. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought too. No, I was, I was like, dude, what are you, why, how are you classifying a whole group of people <laughs> just because they have a particular job set? Maybe they have different tastes, Patrick. Whoa. Just like how are you classifying a whole ref refuge? <laughs> refugees, refs. That's why I usually see drive those cars, man. And those shits always like they always sound like. Like, <laughs> like they all just sound like loud. It's because they use aftermarket parts. Oh my god! And they do it by themselves. But I think that's it. Um, I gotta get home and get some sleep. I've been Pat, and this was Kev. This is Josh. Peace. <laughs>